What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Pardon by America. With your host, David Thomas. So is that why every time I take a dump, like I get the quiver? I mean, you got a big old turd coming out. That thing's rubbing up on that blade. Chris I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana Laffy Taffies. Those are better. And Greg Williams. It's like put your dick over the urinal, shake it off, and then put it in your pants. Alright, Wango Tango, ladies and gentlemen. This is Greg Williams. I'm going to be your host for this evening. Um, our routine host, David Thomas, he's actually exploring a new employment opportunity, fluffing porn stars down in California. Uh, no, I know, I kid. He's uh, he's on vacation with his family. Hope you're having fun, Dave. Um, in but Disneyland. In Disneyland. Oh, yes. Have you ever um, been to Disneyland? I have been. It's awesome. I have never been. Yeah, I haven't been for like, you know, since I was like five, but, hmm. but, uh, you know, need not to fear. That was the, uh, leptuous voice of Chris, the holy man, Holem sitting to my left. The holy man? The holy man. Oh. You know, you're wholesome. <laughs> That's not what that means. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest for you today. Um, he comes in the form of big Ron German and, uh, he is our first recurring guest chris just pointed that out yeah it's a milestone yep ron how you doing good good to be here thanks for coming back um we're gonna have you back plenty of times i hope um so the last time we had you on we took a deep dive into um just your background in the uh paranormal slash alien culture why you got into it um with your experience yeah and then um You know, kind of talked about how you got into the show Cosmic Disclosure on the Gaia channel and uh, kind and, of just... And your love of patchouli oil. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was you guys, not me. <laughs> and how you have to kind of lather yourself up in this this patchouli. No, you just leave me out of that part of it. <laughs> okay. There, there will be no lathering. Uh, but yeah, and um, we kind of just went all over the place. We, just, we talked about the moon. We talked about when they landed there. Um, they were told we, not to come back. We actually touched on a lot of shit last time. We did. Yeah. I, I took a, a listen to the episode and I was like, okay, this was this was good, but um, wasn't really focused. So yeah. one thing leads to another. You keep getting sidetracked. Yeah. yeah. And so today I think we wanted to try to um, focus a little bit more on Mars. Okay. Um, although, you know, we're likely going yeah, to you know slip into goes. the weeds like we always do, but that's okay. Um, you know. It is what it is. But um, so it's been a while since we last talked to you. Yep. What's been going on with Cosmic Disclosure? 
Well, they've been having some new insiders on with some different perspective. And one of the main ones is uh, Jason Rice, who has spent time on Mars. He's actually been a military guy out in space and was trained on a spaceship on Mars and uh, actually has helped other species on other planets during wartime. So when you're a military guy out in space, is that like... How how different is that from a military person here in the United States or well, on Earth? The, a lot of similarities, but they have a lot of weapons that that are way more advanced than what we have. Do they talk about those? Or? Yeah, he talked a little bit about the weapons they have. Um, for instance, they have um, a wave gun. A wave, I forget just what he called it, but it's basically got like um, magnetic pulse uh, rings down a barrel. That's that, right, yeah. And he said that they shoot a projectile about the size of a pencil lead, but at at near the light, the speed of light. And he said that it's devastating. They have two different rounds, a standard round. Um, when it hits, mushrooms out a little bit and goes through about the size of a thirty eight. And then they have a, a special round that um, is about the same size, but it, it's an umbrella round. And opens up more and puts in a much bigger hole through you than. But like you were saying, I think we we talked about this uh, before, and um, you were saying it leaves zero evidence, right? And I mean the the impact. I don't know if it leaves evidence or not, but yeah, you know, a bullet traveling at the speed of light. I feel like you you wouldn't even know you got shot. Yeah, I don't know that you would. <laughs> but he said that they've also got limits on some of these planets as to what they can use because. They were put there supposedly to help these people, but the Draco were actually behind it, and it was actually kind of a, they wanted them to lose the battle. The Draco really wanted to take over the planet. And so just a reminder, the Draco are part of the reptilian race. Yes, right. And so, and so where, did, where did the reptilian race come from? Not to, I know we wanted to like get into uh, Mars and whatnot, but just a side note. I don't really know where they came from. They just are out there. Okay. There's so many planets and so many species. There's a lot of species that came from Earth that have lived here for way longer than we have. And yeah. are, many of them are still living here in the inner Earth. Yeah. So but the Draco, I think, came from another planet. Okay. Mm. Well, um, so it sounds like they go from planet to planet then? They're all over. Okay. Now. And the Draco are the ones that just want everything to, to be... Destroyed, the Draco right? are not our like, friends. They're kind of out of all the aliens. They're most aliens are pretty good, but the Draco seem to not be so good. So I had a theory that um, when I was watching Ghost Adventures, ooh, and I was like just watching all these ghost shows that um, when they have encounters with spirits, they're always pissed off and they're always like mad and they're always like f you and they'll say like mm. they they want to mm-hmm. kill you and like Zach Baggins, the guy on uh, Ghost Adventures. They always tell them that they want to kill them and all yeah. this stuff. Leave now. And so, and yeah, and they'll, they'll hiss and they'll do, they'll hear like unhuman or inhuman voices mm-hmm. or sounds. And so I had heard that the reptilian race can cloak themselves. And, but I, I've heard multiple things. They, they can be invisible in a room. And then I've also heard that they cloak themselves as humans to fit in with the population. 
I don't know for sure if the Draco can. I know many aliens can. I I've not heard the Draco mention that specifically, but okay. it wouldn't surprise so, me. So, or were they? Would they be the ones that are like all the videos going around of all all the celebrities and political people with their eyes like flipping and stuff? I think so. Yeah, when they go sideways and yeah. like a they blink sideways like a Velociraptor. I think so. Like that guy from Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Before he kills himself. Well, yeah, it was obviously the Draco. Completely second set of eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I had a weird uh, theory that, that that's all the ghosts were, and like demons. Those were actually aliens instead of spirits. But you never know. Well, basically, when you think about it, a ghost is really just from a different dimension. Yeah, an interdimensional being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which, which dimensions is really dimensions and... Um, uh, density are really interesting. They, they kind of go together, but they're different. And they, it's really kind of what the universe is made up of is higher density, lower density, yep. um, which is density basically is vibration. So the higher vibration you are, the, the higher being you are. But also that's how these beings can disappear in front of us. They, yeah. they change their density. And yeah. become higher vibration to a point that they phase out of our reality and we can't see them anymore. Well, yeah, Ron, you and I had a, a conversation about, um, so water, right? Like the molecular state of mm-hmm. water is in a liquid form. Right. But then when you freeze it, it'll become solid. Right. But what's happening when you freeze it, It like at the molecular stage, everything slows down. It slows yeah. down. Yeah. This is actually a good analogy of how to explain what, what's happening. Yeah, and then so every if everybody is living in the water state, or if human beings are living in the water state, mm-hmm. and ghosts are steam, right. so they're they're going super fast. Yeah, but every now and then they'll dip down into the water state and they'll condense down into a puddle, or they'll get you know a little I mean? bit too cold and slow down. <laughs> yeah, they 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 slow down, or they enter this realm where they can slow down and take some sort of. Well, that may be why. Anytime anyone has experience with a spirit, the area gets cold. Yeah. Like they feel yeah. cold spots. Because it slows yeah. everything down yeah. and they need it to be cold. Damn. That just <laughs> blew my mind right there. All right. Connecting well, the there's, dots. There's another yeah. explanation too when it comes to dimensions because the fourth dimension is time. And we live, if you think of dimensions, one dimension is a straight line, two dimensions is 90 degree to that. So now you have a picture. I explained this last time too, yep, but yep. I have a point to make here. And then, <laughs> and then you go to the third dimensions, which is depth. So now you have what we live in is 3d. Now the fourth dimension is time, but it's just a line in time. Mm-hmm. So if you think, if you think of the next dimension being broader, we can only see down that line of time. So if something is traveling through space and crosses through that line, say a ball, we're only going to see a line that gets starts small, gets big, and then small again as it goes through our timeline. Mm-hmm. So we can't really see the whole being. A computer could get a picture of it, you know, in our time, but we can't see that whole thing because we can't see all of time. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because on all these ghost shows, they see orbs and they yeah. see like balls of light, like these wisps of 
Yeah, like mm-hmm. it they, makes sense in like in real time too. If you're like watching an asteroid pass through, pass by the Earth. Yeah, you can't really see it until it's right in that specific zone, and then it's big and bright, and then it fades again. It's yeah. like it's the the same kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. It's it's hard. It's kind of hard to envision, but that that's not even that's science. I mean, that's yeah. They know that to be to be true. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I know we're kind of going down a rabbit hole here, but I think I like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got off Mars again. <laughs> yeah. Didn't but, take long, did it? But yeah, I mean, whenever you see those uh, those floating orbs or uh, the floating balls of light mm-hmm. on these ghost shows, mm-hmm. they always go in like these contorted directions. They're they're never smooth. I mean, it's always smooth. Don't get me wrong, mm. but it's like in a weird figure eight Everywhere. slash. Yeah, it can go in every direction. Mm-hmm. And instantaneously too. Well, that gets that explains or talks about how these beings are able to move through space and, and do ninety degree angles at Mach speed and all that stuff. Yeah, because they're actually living in their own atmosphere. They're they're in an orb that's their own atmosphere that is unaffected by what's going on around them. So they don't feel the gravitational force that the that the sphere goes through because of the the atmosphere that they're in. It's almost like a placenta or like an embryonic sac that they're in and they can just be like mm, yes i want to anyway yeah, yeah i don't the, know about the, that <laughs> maybe without all the like the the you know sack juice and what <laughs> sack juice <laughs> <laughs> it'd be i want it'd be interesting to like how do you even make something to ride around in that's capable of doing that like that's just even thinking of that is so far ahead of anything in humanity right now. Like, well, yeah. basically, it all starts with they they can defy gravity. Yeah, it's anti gravity. That's even the Germans did that back in the thirties. That's how they were able to go into space is by making producing anti gravity to where zero gravity. Yeah, because I mean that's the the key is when you want to turn on a dime and you're going 80 miles an hour, the blunt force against of your internal organs against your rib cage is going to shatter. I mean, you're, you're going to pop some internal organs, but (laughs) well, the G force of, of doing light speed and doing a 90 degree angle. I mean, the G force would just rip you. Oh yeah. Look at the people like those videos just riding around in jets and they're close to that. They just out. cold. Yep. So anyway, Sorry to, to take everybody on a tangent, but... Um, not, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry, because I liked it. Um, Rice is his name, and he was a military... Jason Rice, yeah. And he uh, was experimenting with these... Uh, or not experimenting, but he explained some of the weapons. He was that, taken, basically. He he was taken to... Against his will, like a slave? Um, Pretty much. He, he was lied to, and then was... Then it was too late to do anything about it. You know what? Was he lied to by aliens or by military personnel? Uh, I don't even know if he knows that for sure. I, uh-huh. I heard they're coming out with a roots in outer space, and I, I think that this guy might be playing Toby. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was a little crude. But but what's weird is um, the Germans went to the moon, and then a whole process came about, and the cabal needed to go space on the moon. Well, the moon's is like... Earth, all the all the ground is taken by aliens, and so you have to somehow buy land, borrow land, do something. You can't just go to the moon; it's all owned. Mm. And so, the Germans were moving to Mars, and 
So they gave up their place on the moon to the cabal through a lot of trading and they they negotiated things. Yeah. And the Germans now occupy Mars and there's many, they call them Mars Germans. There's like hundreds of thousands of them that were born out there. That And this hell that, happened so, in the like World War II era or? It's been happening ever since. Okay. So there's Germans on Mars right now. Yeah, okay. that were born in, on Mars. They're called Mars Germans, and they're they've been messing with their DNA too over all these years. So they're faster, stronger. Mm. So is there on Mars? Is there more or less gravity than there would be on Earth? I think there's more. The, I don't know that. I think I there's a, I think there's a stronger gravity pull on Mars. That's what I've heard. So you you'd weigh like one and a half times. So if the Mar the Mars Germans were born on Mars. And then they came back to Earth. They'd be like superhumans. They would be yeah. anyway, probably. They are out there because they've been because messing of all the with testing their DNA. And shit. Well, aliens and stuff have been messing. And that was a lot of what's going on is that all these species are they're taking DNA from species that have desired uh, abilities, and they're injecting them. They're putting them in their own bodies. So there's a lot of experimentation across DNA's splicing it's like to make super beings the planet they're, they're the, all doing it the planet of dr moreau yeah, they're all <laughs> all, the, all the aliens are trying to make their species better um so the first thing that i would do if i were trying to improve like my the human race living on mars would be let's figure out a way to breathe without this <laughs> bubble around my head like you know what i mean instead of in space? Yeah. Like, figure out a way to breathe in the Mars atmosphere. Well, that would be, that would go back to what he was saying. That would end up being like a genetic mutation where mm -hmm. now they wouldn't need oxygen. They yeah. They need what was there. But that would be my first, because, I mean. I think they've got ways around that, though. They, they don't, they're not doing that as far as, like, this Jason Rice didn't have that. They had, but they had uh, uh, suits that they wore that were pretty much self-contained and could go long periods of time supplying them oxygen. The oxygen was actually kind of recycled to a certain point too. They had a fresh oxygen on board, but it could also be like mixed and reused. And Oh my God, that would be such a great invention, turning farts into fresh oxygen. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think they have any chance of doing that with you. <laughs> no, that's, that's pure maybe methane a, gas. Maybe a normal fart, but yeah, there's too much sulfur in there. I think it would just too much solids. Yeah. I think I would just like become a turd over like over time. Um, okay. So what did he, what was uh, Jason, Jason Rice? Mm -hmm. What was his uh, involvement with Mars other than going there? He was a soldier. He was trained to be a soldier and he talked about what kind of things were available to him, what they were trained in. Um, that oh that that one was called a pulse. It was a pulse pulse weapon, I think is what he called it. Okay. But anyway, uh the suits that they wore, they had these special suits that they wore that were he said they weighed about two hundred pounds, but the suits actually were um they reacted to your mind. They actually had like muscle of their own. So he said it felt like you were wearing a coat because as soon as you moved your arm it sensed it and it moved the suit moved with it. 
So it mm-hmm. was lighter than actual 200 pounds? or Yeah, he said you didn't even know it was 200 pounds. He well, said they you... actually weighed 200 pounds, but since they moved with you and mimicked everything you did, you didn't feel the weight. Yeah. Like you'd think about moving and the suit would move. You. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, a, the suit's actually made, it's part partly organic mm. to, to where it's actually got nerve endings and things. That, and the suit can also make you disappear mm. it, it can blend into the background and to where you can't be seen it's have you ever seen the movies where um something something's like uh in like on star trek where they had that invisible thing and the only way you can see it is when it moved and it kind of you can say kind of see a blur yeah he said that's exactly what it's like like the he predator said, yeah the predator that's what it was yeah, yeah. He said, "You, if you move, there is a slight blur that can be seen if you know where they're at." Yep. But um, he said, in essence, you disappear. Hmm. Wow, that's awesome. That would be. I would weird. like that. I'd go into the girls' locker room. Come on, guys, who's with me? <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so I remember the first, like my first episode that I, well, not my first episode, but the first Mars episode that I saw on cosmic mm-hmm. disclosure was in season. Corey good. That was with Corey good. Yep. On season one. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he, um, they had to make a, a pit stop or something. Something was either. He was taken there for a reason. I don't exactly remember the reason, but he's an intuitive empath. Yeah. And he was taken on that mission to read, um, the people that they were going to be with and around. Okay. Yeah, because I remember he was explaining that he was on the ship with like a politician type person. Mm-hmm. He was getting really kind of antsy. Yeah, it went there. bad. It went bad. They almost get <coughs> didn't get off. Yeah, because um, apparently they went into a, uh, a, a test site, right, where the people thought that America or not America, but the I world think that was the was... Mars Germans, possibly, or it could have been people that were abducted and taken there. But yeah, they thought they were told the Earth was destroyed and gone, mm-hmm. and they were all being held captive. And they were raising families up there that were doing the same thing they were doing. Yeah, and I was he... I was reading an article today about that, and there was a guy. His name is uh, David Higgins. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that guy? I've heard the name. Apparently, back in the sixties. It started when he was eight and he was getting visited by all these aliens, all different kinds of aliens. He said he'd, he's met little furry ones. He said he met the grays. He mm. said he met uh, a whole bunch of different ones. But one kept re- coming back and he started having sex with them. Oh. Like it was like a female alien. And it, he started having sex with them over years and years and years. And he said he ended up making like 60 hybrid alien human babies with these aliens damn and then they just he said it's, it's continuing to today well <laughs> i saw i saw, like I, saw one, I forget which one of the insiders was talking about that out in if he said like if you consider what's happened on this planet between the blacks and the hispanic and the asians and everything he said the interbreeding he said that's been going on in space too so all these different aliens are mating mm. i don't know he didn't say how much, but he said you can imagine the combinations of stuff that's going on oh, yeah. because this is going on in the cosmos. So he said you, there's just an infinite amount of different species out there at this point. Strange. Yeah, it's 
It's weird to me, like that David Higgins guy. That so no, who, who is David Higgins? Apparently, he's just some. He's an artist now, and he paints aliens. He paints things that he has seen. Okay. So, and I I don't think he was really anybody before. Like he just they just started visiting him for some reason. Mm. He didn't say. I didn't read why they started visiting him, but. Eventually, it turned into a did sexual he, did relationship. He, did he say that this was a, a physical wide awake relationship, or was this in a dream state? No, he said he was, it was awake. It was awake? Yeah, because huh. he said he remembers he was laying in bed one time, and one of these female aliens came down and straddled him. And then she, she like, I don't, sounded like instantaneously gave birth to this <laughs> alien hybrid. Damn. I've seen like movies and stuff like that too. I've never heard of anything like that. I've heard of um, people in their dream state being able to go into the fourth dimension and have sex with, have a sexual partner. I, I read an dimension. article about that too. There was a lady yeah. that said uh, that's well documented stuff. There. She was dream dreaming that she had going into all these places in the universe with these aliens. Yeah, yeah. and that our dreams are actually. A, what we actually are doing, but it's a way to cope with what we're seeing. Well, it's called astral projection. And in our dreams, we are capable, some are capable of astral projecting, which is basically um, you're, you're going into the fourth dimension or even if you're very experienced, even further than that. And you are actually dealing with people in that dimension. So you could actually have a lover in a different dimension that was there for you. I mean, that you had a relationship yeah. with. That's a movie right there. <laughs> You're cheating on me in your dreams. Yeah, it's actually possible. Well, well, uh, some people do it because it's a form of that that they can get away with. And there's mm-hmm. really... You know what? I'm not even fucking kidding. That's a good movie right there. Because it like, is a good movie. and think about like, I think they've actually had some movies similar to it. Well, yeah, and then eventually you just want to sleep forever, right? Because you want to be with. Well, yeah, you like, end up just yeah. You're struggling. It's like think of it as like a dramatic like movie like, where they didn't want to wake up, where it's super serious. Yeah, where like, it's like the- and so they take a gun to bed with them and. Well, Say if you wake me up, I'm going to shoot you. It's, it's either <laughs> well, that or... Like that scene in uh, Inception. You ever seen Inception? Where they go yes. into the basement of the Allen house and there's like 30 guys that are just down there for 14 hours a day in their dream state because it's better than their actual life. Yeah. It's like the Matrix, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, it's... That's, it, that's all really actually possible, though. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a mind How do you learn how to do something like that? Just curious. <laughs> um, Just think really hard. That comes down to the pineal gland. The pineal gland, pineal gland, uh, depends on how you want it. I say yeah. it every day of the way, but it's the third eye. And that, it's it's you called your piss hole. It's, it's right in the <laughs> belly of your dick. That's That's why it hurts when I pee. It's I really, know. really tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're literally just pissing away your dreams. Oh no, that's a kidney stone. Damn it. Are you familiar with the pineal gland? I've heard of it, yeah. It's it's right in the center of your head, but it's kind of if you, from the forehead back, the forehead is a big um 
sensitive place for it. Mm-hmm. But the pineal gland is, have you ever seen like the Buddhists and stuff where they've got the light coming out of their head? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that is all, that's because that is our connection point to the, um, the universe, the cosmos. That's how we can communicate with the other dimensions is through the pineal gland. And it's, that stuff's well documented. Mm. That's the the whole like Joe Rogan's big on that. Um, it's a it's, well, yeah. His whole logo is that. Well, exactly. You, and, I was just gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Well, you know what? You. Well, there's you've seen the eye. It's on the dollar bill. Mm, it's, the it's all-seeing on, eye. Yeah, it's all on everything. That's the pineal gland. That's what that. And it's in Egyptian. It's in everything. Not only that, but you were talking about the uh, there was a painting or a, something in the Catholic Church or it, it's in a cathedral in cathedral. in uh, in Georgia. <clears throat> where it was a, a painting. I don't remember when it said it was painted. It's definitely old as fuck. But it's a pa- painting of Jesus' crucifixion. And there's people like surrounding him, and they're all looking up at the sky rather than at him. And there's like, it looks like alien ships like taking off in the background. Hmm. Well, I was going to say at the Vatican, there's a pine cone. Yeah, that's the pineal gland. And it's shaped just like a pine cone, and it's like at the head of the altar or something. No, the Catholic Church has got all that stuff too, yeah. Yeah, and so like... Yeah, you're right. The pine cone is a significant sign. Well, in, it's shaped like a pine cone. It, it kind of looks like a pine cone. Yeah, and I think that's... That's why it was, that's where it got its name, that's pineal. It's, yeah, and yeah. so um, I think medically now people assume or they don't really know exactly what it is because I guess it calcifies. Well, that's, that's one of the big, one of the biggest things to calcify the pineal gland is fluoride. Yeah. Fluoride in our water and in our toothpaste and stuff. It actually kills our pineal gland and they've actually, they're doing it on purpose. They want our pineal gland to be calcified because they don't want us to be able to use it. The Germans used to, used to give uh, fluoride to the prisoners to keep them, mellow and to to do exactly that yeah have you tried uh moving away from fluoride i'm, I'm in the process of it yeah because they have a special water f- yeah and they have water filters that yeah are- i'm trying to i'm gonna buy a water water filter and i'm doing the research on that now but they're pretty spendy reverse osmosis i found out that's what I thought I was going to get, but I found out that's not the best thing to to get for for this. Yeah, because I I remember looking into it, and there's there's reverse like, osmosis rips everything out of the water, and it's actually designed yeah. to convert salt water to to be able to drink. But I guess if you just take reverse osmosis water by itself, it tastes like shit. I guess <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, because it uh, it takes all the ions out yeah. of the water. Yeah, so I guess there's b- filters that are better to take the stuff out, and I I don't know which ones yet. I'm yeah. still researching it. But yeah, there's one specifically for fluoride, and mm. I've I've heard people talk about it, and they use it all the time. But um, there's like like all the mouthwash. You want to yeah. stay away from that. Stay away from fluoride. It's a big one. Yeah, I've I've been interested to like try it just to see what I can do. But I mean, alcohol. What's in this? Is this defluorinated water? I don't know. Are you drinking alcohol? I, well, it looks like. Mm, wow. My, <laughs> I didn't know we could do that on the air. No. You can do, any, you can do anything you want on the air. <laughs> we're actually not in the air yet. Uh, oh. We're uh, we're kind of mid air. Oh, we're just on. We're digital. Right yeah, now. it's like we're in that. We're like a ghost in the steam space. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> actually, I pulled up that picture that that painting and. Obviously, you guys can't see it listening, but 
It's literally like it almost looks like two jellyfish in the background, but it's they're like taking off above everyone. Oh, that's like um Oh god, what was that recent movie that just came out with the mm. Um something Adams was uh That's strange. Yeah, it's it's like Jesus being crucified and then there's people below and like one guy's like pointing up at oh. him like yeah, it looks like spaceships. Like they're all acknowledging that they're there. It looks like and then flying if you saucers. Scroll right? down a little more, and there's another one of Christ's baptism, and it literally looks like like a spaceship casting oh. lights down on him. Yeah, look at this one, Ron. It's a disc, so it's a disc oh, shape, wow. shining lights down. And there, there would be no reason to draw that. Yeah, like it's <laughs> yeah. it's clearly standing out in the sky <laughs> as a disc. Yeah. Well, what? It's not a cloud. What about if you think about they said that the star of David that led the Oh yeah. Those guys to the maybe that wasn't a star at the all. The North maybe Star. It was just a, a, it was a, a UFO. A UFO said over here. They're boys. Following it. He was like curling his finger like come this way. No, okay. but really, could that not even have been a star? Yeah, it, yeah, that very well could have been. Like, yeah, I mean, because obviously they're not going to be walking in one direction the whole time and, I, and actually get to where they're going. Need to go. And has anybody ever tried that? Like, just follow a star, like, yeah, without knowing where you're going in the first place. Well, are, isn't there going to be certain landmass or certain landscapes that get in your way? Like, well, oh, if the star a- traveled in a straight line, which we'd assume it would. We'd be like, yeah, here's a, a cavernous, uh, oh, yeah, well, we got to go this way. Cause, <laughs> so we'll just start climbing down here. Well, all the stars, except for a few of them, like the North, the North Star, right? Mm-hmm. They all move because of the Earth's rotation. Yeah. So they're not going to be going in, in the same direction line. all the time anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that much about uh, astrology. Yeah, that was just a th- passing thought that. Yeah, maybe that wasn't a star it they were could following. Could have been. Could have been. They were following an actual. But you know, I I totally believe that all the things that we've been taught in religion are for our good here on this planet. They're they're all all that is to keep us in line as a species on the planet, and all that is for this planet only. It's not for the cosmos. And so I think we've been lied to. Yeah, I think what's going on is much bigger than that. Well, which is a lot coming from me because I've been I was born and raised Catholic and now I'm questioning everything that I was taught. Well, it's still, but the the value system is is still well, kind of there, right? You know. But and that goes back to what we were talking about before too, like how crazy would everyone go once it got released that all that is real. Like all the aliens and all that stuff is real. All the stuff that people have been believing for thousands of years is now horseshit. Yeah. Maybe, but just because there's aliens doesn't mean that there's not a God. No, I, I, I the believe God that would I, be the aliens. And they'd well, be I, like, holy I, shit. I, I think God is the cosmos. Yeah. So I think the Bible is telling the truth in that part of it is that God is light and God is everything. I think that is exactly what it is. God is way more than just a being out there overlooking our planet. God is everything that exists. Yeah. That, it is a supreme energy that is... Everything. Ooh, I'm I'm hearing a cat. Uh, it's that cat alien. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, I think uh, Chris is gonna go let it out here. But yeah, I think God is everything. And so I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that that part of it I don't believe. I just think that 
a lot of the things that we were taught here on earth are not true. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Yeah. I think that the value structure of like some moral grounds of, you know, you shouldn't kill people. You shouldn't like rape people. You shouldn't steal. I think that that's all valid. No, I do too. It makes sense. I totally do. That's just part of being a good person. Exactly. Exactly. That that would, I, I would assume would translate to a cosmos rule. Yep. But, um, you know, just a lot of the, the things that are more man-made, so to speak, are just yeah. to keep us in line. Yeah, most most of the rules, I feel like, would probably be for a, a universal kind of I, guideline. I guess, I guess but, what I'm talking about a little bit is, is like heaven and hell and purgatory yeah. and things like that. I think those were all scare tactics to keep us abiding by the rules and then all the all the sins and thou shalt not kill thy neighbor and all yeah, that i think all stuff. that's legit stuff just be i think that's legit just being a good person or good yeah whatever yeah. you know but the all the scare tactics to keep us in line i don't know that all that stuff exists yeah i mean that's that's a a really um debated topic mm-hmm. and i mean i know jordan peterson and sam harris so sam harris is really anti-religion jordan peterson is kind of pro-religion and they kind of argue this, the existence of good and like morals, mm-hmm. like where, where would, how would you decide what is good and evil without the basis of some morality structure? Right. And so, um, I think it, it all comes in a, in a, you know, experience, like as a human being, you're going to experience pain. You're going to experience pleasure. You know, kind of what hurts your feelings as far as if you're, your wife or you cheat on somebody, obviously that's going to make you feel bad. Yeah. Why does it make you feel bad? Okay. Well, let's all agree that yes, this feels bad. We'll, we'll all agree that that's wrong. And then, and you know, like stealing stuff, like mm. we well, like believe in a justice. But system. was it see all that marriage and all that kind of stuff was brought after the creation of religion. Well, yeah. And it, it, it basically depends on the culture. And I'm not so sure in other, uh, when we've reached higher dimensions, I'm not so sure that that, the marriage. Material doesn't that matter. stuff doesn't, I, I'm not so sure that that exists yeah. at, like it does here. Yep. I think that's kind of, again, for our planet, yep. you know, because we need to be kept in line basically. And they didn't want to have to govern us. So they put down laws for us to self-govern. Well, and that goes in hand in hand with the fluoride and what you were saying. Mm-hmm. It kind of like prevents you from reaching that next level of density that we can't communicate. It's, it's cutting our because they want to keep us dumb. Basically, the cabal wants to keep us dumb. They want to keep us as slaves, basically, on this planet. And if if our pineal gland is working, we like back in the old days. I think it worked great because they didn't have all that. Like so, the, all the Indian tribes and. You know, all those chants and stuff that they did was to get the right vibration in their mind to be able to open the communication to the other worlds. But the use of fluoride hasn't been, um, I mean, that started when? Like, Well, the Germans used it in World War II, and I, that's the first I know of it, but I don't know I don't know the history of it. What did they use it for? They used it on the prisoners. As what? To, they kept them docile, apparently. Hmm. They were getting too many boners. They, they just did not like that. Damn it, you guys. 
<laughs> Every time I come in here, where's the fucking fluoride? But I, I saw that part. I part, saw that part on Cosmic Disclosure. But I, I know that you could look that up. You could do research on that very easily. Well, where I was going with that is, um, before fluoride, were we all just inherently geniuses and in communicating with interstellar? Well, I think it was a lot more, wide, more widely. I mean, if you look at the a lot of the ancient stuff, you know, the, that the light coming out of the head, which is definitely the pineal gland, the communication line. Yeah. You see lots of paintings and all kinds of stuff with that. So I think it was, uh, and even they wonder how they did a lot of the things that they did back then. I think it was much more common than it was, it is today. So do you think like cultures like North Korea that probably don't use toothpaste? I'm just, I'm making a judgment. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I am. Uh, North Korea probably doesn't use fluoride toothpaste. Well, I don't know because I've been watching some of the deals on um, how to how to decalcify your pineal gland, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's coming from those those countries over there that that do a lot of meditation and because yeah. through meditation is how you open up the pineal gland to to other dimensions. You know what? Or to other people, whatever's out there that will communicate with you. Um. So I have a steam shower in my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, for all those who don't know what a steam shower is, it's just, it literally is what, exactly what it sounds like. It's, uh, you have this uh, open vent that produces steam and you just sit in it. And the longer you sit in it, the harder it becomes to bear. I mean, it, it, it's like a challenge to sit in there for 15 minutes straight. Um. Just because it's hot or just because it's like hard to breathe? Yeah, it gets kind of hard to breathe, but it gets hot. And when it gets hot, your heart rate starts beating. And so you kind of get a little lightheaded, but... um, You kind of like it. Uh, Well, it's supposed to be pretty good for you. and um, But at the end, I'll open up the door, let all the steam out, and I'll like crank it to cold water, and I'll actually turn on the regular shower. And so I had like the cold water on my head, I was just like dousing it on my forehead and like the the back of my neck and all that stuff. And then when I turned, I had my eyes closed, but I was facing this, the light of the bathroom. And then all of a sudden, like, and I can kind of see it now, but, um, there was a black sphere. And when I was, I meditated mm-hmm. like quite a while ago, I had the, cause like my work offers the, uh, the head, the headspace app and I was trying it out for free. And so I tried that and I was kind of seeing the same thing, but it's like this kind of dark sphere in the middle of my like direct center of my line of vision. But it was super clear. It was like 3d, like 1080p at this moment. And I was like looking through my eyelids at the light and it almost looked like a mushroom cloud but it almost looked like a tree at the same time. And I couldn't decide mm. which one it was, but it was like very skinny. If it were a tree, very skinny trunk. And, and, and like bushel down at the top bushel, like almost like a head of broccoli. Mm. But, um, and, and everything, you know, was orange and red behind it because I think that's just the color of my, you know, the blood vessels in my eyelids and whatnot. But so did it, did it make you feel any certain way or did you just see it and was like, what the fuck? Um, well, I mean, cause I was just getting out of the, the steam 
shower. So like I was like really relaxed and then just kind of just like more open. I don't know, maybe, (laughs) but I've tried to reproduce it just with a normal shower and like everything else. And I, I couldn't do it, Hmm. but yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's just, you know, something that I'm seeing coincidental or yeah. If it's like a, an average, like a normal thing that people see. I have no idea, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're crazy. I think I'm insane. <laughs> I do know that, but it also just might be like something that like, it's like a uh, physical part of the eye that I might be seeing so, more because I'm letting light through my eyelids. I don't know. So is this all with the pineal grant gland or whatever? Pineal gland. Pineal gland. Is this all stuff that like when the Germans went up to Mars, they were like, like heavily experimenting with, or is that even part no, of it? No, that's a whole different. That's a whole, whole different, different thing. thing. So, what was their plan for? At least going there's up? no connection that I know. Of. What so was their plan? What for? was their plan for going up there? And do, is it just to create an army? Or uh, I don't know why they actually did it. They ran into the aliens down in Antarctic, Antarctica, and they the aliens through trade and stuff were giving them um, information on how to build spacecraft and i guess just one thing led to another and well they had the craft and just let's go yeah i guess i mean i (laughs) i haven't heard about their first mission to the moon or anything i have not seen anything on that yet Hmm. so i wonder if we end up going to mars eventually and we get there i think we already do well yeah, but are you're talking about us Ma- common people mainstream. getting yeah. getting there, and the now, secret space program actually is there now. And now these these Mars Germans have been there for how fucking long, and we're like aliens, they're aliens, and actually they're just humans that have lived on Mars for. Well, I don't think it's going to happen that way because we already have the secret space program that's aware. So I don't think that any of us are going to get out there without them being aware of it. Mm. So it's going to be buffered to some extent. I mean, that's why yeah. we were told not to come back to the moon there, you know? Yeah. Um, it is weird. Like we, we were, were out of place there. There's our, you know, so the people that are kind of watching us, I mean, those people are way above us. They're like, they say they're like 50 years advanced over us. And so they're keeping an eye on us. We're not going to do anything that they're not aware of. So how long do you think before we start going to Mars as like a routine thing? I don't, I don't think, uh, from what I can understand, there's going to be a lot go on here on Earth before that happens. There's going like- to be a full disclosure. That's what they're looking. They're trying to do now is get full disclosure, where they're going to start telling us everything that is happening and everything that they do have. They've got medical stuff that is light years ahead of where we're at. Yeah, they can do all kinds. They're holding back a lot of information and. They're talking about full disclosure, and they're thinking that with probably within the next few years that's going to start. Yeah, because uh, if unless, it's not already started, it already a, might have started. Unless they have a bunch of technology they just not aren't telling anybody about. Not a lot of stuff has advanced in the space field over the last thirty years. No, they've got tons of stuff that's way advanced. Over I what mean, we have. like is in the eye of a, of the public. There's yeah, like no. they haven't done shit. No, that's because basically they were told to stop. I'll bear back. I just wonder, like, yeah, they were told to stop with the whole, like, NASA almost came to a complete shutdown. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 
did they stop or did you just do it on the backside where nobody knew? Well, NASA, I think there might be a part of NASA that's in the secret space program, the really up higher ups, but I don't know that. But NASA is really not even connected with the secret. secret yeah, space I, I imagine there's a there's a program that is just living well, underground somewhere. Well, yeah, yeah, and everybody everybody in the space space program is told that they're tip of the iceberg, they're the very top, but they're not. Yeah. It just keeps going There's higher and higher somebody and higher. higher. Yeah, so they all think that they're in the know, but they're really not. So nobody knows who, yeah, who's where. It's going to be crazy in the next however many years if they end up doing the full disclosure. I think it's going to happen in our what lifetime. What ends up coming out and like this kind of shit we're going to see? Well, apparently some of the stuff they can do medically is phenomenal. They can... I just wonder if Magic Johnson, for instance, hasn't been, didn't have enough money to get, they've got a machine that can actually anti-age you. Really? Yeah. That'd be crazy. And and well, cure you cure, cure you of whatever is in it. You go in this machine, and I guess it seems like you're in there for 15 minutes, but it's much longer, more like an hour or hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But basically it takes all the negative metals and negative stuff any impurity it takes it all out of your body and they said but the the funny thing is is we don't know where it goes (laughs) (laughs) they said maybe there's some guy sitting at his desk and all of a sudden a blob of crap is up there you know they they don't know where it goes well there's been a lot of studies and articles lately about a bunch of different private organizations working on anti-aging well this is actually done by a group of scientists in somewhere upstate New York that were actually uh, military scientists, I think, but any, some of them worked with Tesla and they're in there over a hundred years old mm. and still doing this stuff. But they're, capable, they're, yeah. yeah. They're the ones that invented this machine. That's crazy. Yeah. So with, uh, you guys are talking anti-aging. Sorry, I left the room. For anti-aging and basically pulling all the, uh, impurities out of your body. Yeah. Well, n- there's that. And, um, like at the molecular level, um, your telomeres, your telomeres, telomeres they talk about telomeres all the time. Yeah. So the telomere length, um, I remember when I was in college, um, right when I was getting out they they brought up like, um, Telomeres are the end caps of your DNA strands. Okay. And so with each, so as your DNA replicates, so each cell will create a new cell. And because uh, like, especially like inside your mouth. Yeah, and every copy that happens has some kind of imperfection with it. Well, not, not that, but with each replication, those telomeres will get shorter. And just very, 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 very slightly. But... Over time, as you age, they 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 basically shrink, and they're protective. So they protect your DNA from being interactive with whatever it's not supposed to be, and so it's kind of like a uh, an end cap. So like think of it as like a sheath over a piece of wire. Okay. And so when that telomere um, is dissolved that sheath is gone. And so now you have a live wire and whatever's inside that cell or in that room, it'll touch it and it'll, 
So it's basically like or... a condom over a dick. You take the condom off, you're impregnating anything around. Exactly. You're alive. You're alive. You're live wire. <laughs> yeah, live wire. <laughs> That's what we should call it, you guys. I I went live. No. <laughs> I went live last night. <laughs> Locked and loaded. Oh God. But <laughs> we got a live wire. It wasn't my fault. Oh shoot. <laughs> well, I, um, I think I blinded someone. Uh, that's never good. But yeah, so I I remember thinking, so basically they said as you age these these telomeres, these end of your DNA strands, they they shrink and they basically degrade. And so as they degrade, that is causing your body to also degrade. And so mm. there's a, a clear lineation between... Well, that's why they say if we live long enough, we'll all get cancer. Exactly. Because eventually that'll happen. Well, and it's becoming more prominent all the time. Like we're living more longer. and more fucking people are getting it. We're living longer for one thing. We're living longer and... There's also a lot more shit that I think is in the air and in our body and in our water. Yeah, and our I think food. it's combination. The fluoride giving us cancer. Yep, but um, it's too many boners too because yeah. that's why we have the fluoride. But um, no wonder I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All the blood's going to my dick. <laughs> um, but so I remember thinking, why don't we just figure out a way to stop our telomeres from shrinking or grow them back and that's what they're doing now yeah through the crispr technology through uh various science like research they're figuring out ways to either stop the the i think they've actually figured it out at the upper levels i, I think they I have think there's and even at the lower levels even um in scientific public well i think i think what they're doing at our level they've been doing at that level for a long time Oh yeah, probably. That's no how doubt. they're doing the well, twenty that's and backs. Well, that's how everything works. That's how they're doing the twenty and backs. They're actually regressing people. Twenty, they spend twenty years in space working, and then they regress them back to where they started, and reinsert them back into the our timeline. Well, and so, and here's a freaky thing too. This is just kind of like in in tangent, but kind of related to what we were talking about. If they take um, two mice, one's young and one is old. And they inject, they take blood from the young mice or mouse mm-hmm. and inject it into the old mouse. Yeah, they've been doing tests on It'll that. It'll get stuff. healthier. Yeah. It, but it's very transient, so yeah. it doesn't last very long. Yeah, because as soon as that blood's used up, then it kind of like goes away again. It goes back to the Because old they're not marrow. producing the new. But yeah, I, I saw some stuff on that that they're, it actually makes a huge difference. Well, did for you know? A t- short time. Did you know that there was a. Um, uh, a ghost, or there was like a, a woman, she was a slave owner back in the days, um, but she's like, the, the, her house is haunted. Uh, I saw this on Ghost Adventures. But um, she used to kill young women and use their blood, or if not not kill, um, what what is it, letting, bloodletting, mm, where she yeah. would drip their blood into Basically a... Basically drains them. Mm. She would like cut them open and take their blood and rub it on her skin. But she kind of had the right idea, if you think about it. <laughs> but just in a, you know, more of a topical form. <laughs> There's actually a movie like that, that where they take young people and kill them. And then they, um, I don't know what they, they use, they, it, they, yeah, they drain something down out of them and well, make, uh, make a fluid. It's that's what out. they're doing. In, that they take a bath in. 
that they take a oh. bath in, and then it, it makes them back to their youth again. Well, because with the movie Get Out, um, they had like black slaves. It was kind of like a racially charged movie mm-hmm. because you had like a bunch of rich white people like focusing in on younger black people. But what they would do is they would take these young black people and figure out a way to transplant their brain into them because all these old white people were getting old. Yeah, into and they their wanted, body. and they wanted to get into a younger body, and so they figured out a way to do that. Spoiler alert! Sorry, everybody uh, who hasn't seen it, but um, Professor movie, X dies movie. at the end. Yeah, it was it was a bad movie anyway. <laughs> but um, it's kind of the same idea as like. As you get old, you can just replace, put your mind into a different core. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but then you're just going to get Alzheimer's anyway. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because what's what's to stop your brain yeah. from you know your, malfunctioning? Your brain gets old too. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with like doing these twenty and back things that you were talking about, and mm. then doing all the the age regression technology that they're working on. The the mind still ages, like what there's there's going to well, be a the, point where you can only go so long before your mind just well, stops. Well, apparently it think, regresses everything. I think he's he's more talking about tissue. So your your physical tissue uh, whatever they it is actually regress your body back to where it was. Yeah. But they said that Corey Good said that 220 and backs is about the limit because something still is happening that they don't have control of where they start uh having difficulties. What does that mean? Um, they just start shit, melting. Shit, start, like, shit starts going wrong. They, I, I, oh, oh, like Carl pooped I think, himself again. Uh, I think mentally or something. I think that they start having more flashbacks, and you know the the shit don't any more than two uh, two twenty and backs, and they start dang. having issues. So that means that our brain, because I mean, you got to think about that, like. So when you're up in space, and this kind of goes with the Matthew McConaughey interstellar, I know we touched on that last time, but like um, when he was kind of doing his space travel, when you're out in space, everything kind of slows down. But when you're on Earth, everything's going at the, at mm-hmm. the normal speed, right? But then when you go out in space, everything's going at this speed. And so yeah. that's why when you come back, it's years Time later. is different, yeah. And so um, when you go up into uh, either Mars or the moon, wherever you're doing your 20 and back, how, however far away you go, time will be, you know, non, non-equidistant. So it's going to like, it's going to yeah, stretch I don't, you. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if that enters into the equation that he's talking about. Okay. Do you, I, do you think that the, the mind itself plays a big factor in that? Like, like no, thoughts? I don't know. Like, or, like, no, well, that's proven science. Well, you say like the, the pineal gland has the capability of going into different dimensions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. What if your mind has the capability of making your body last longer? Like, like so, whim, so, whim. so you go into space, so it's a different time. Yeah. So you come back and you're the same age, but everything else has aged more. But everything ages more maybe because your mind is set to that timeline. Well, um, I think if your mind is, cause your mind is basically, you're saying your mind is like your consciousness, not your physical brain. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, that is where Ron was saying that it kind of might get a little 
Well, yeah, when they up. revert them back, like it, it fucks them up. But like even even without doing that, if you go into space for any length of time, you come back, you haven't aged as much as as stuff on Earth. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so you're saying? Are you saying like if you were astral projecting? Yeah. And well, you went out somewhere out in space and then came back into your body, you would be aged different. Is that what you're saying? Or it would be like, or, or, or like ten, it, 10 years later. Or what if, or what, a, if what's you, what a coma is, dude. What if you <gasps> had the power over no, your okay. consciousness to disregard our timeline on earth and make your control, the molecular structure, molecular structure of your own body. So you wouldn't age. That would be some deep fucking shit. I like, don't know. You'd have to really control. What about that. monks? Do they live extra long? Some there is some monks that live to be like in their hundreds and shit. There is. Maybe he might have something there. I don't know. Some of those monks are they're, they're the most progressed of all as far as that kind of stuff goes. Well, when it comes they're the, to the highest vibrational beings on the planet, from when it, what I've heard. When it comes to living long, um, not eating is like what they're finding out. Uh, helps you live longer because um, it's like caloric restriction, but in the extreme manner. Um, because if you have a tumor, think about it. Like if you have a tumor, the more food that you have in your body, your tumor is just going to take advantage of that. But if you're only eating the very, very to minimum. Feed your essentials, the tumor is not going to be able to get going. You're going to starve the tumor. Mm-hmm. And then so that's what they're finding is that... Um, uh, these medium fasting type of situations where you can like either fast for two days, three days, which monks, I'm sure they fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long, but, and I don't think they eat a lot either, but, and you got to think that they're not probably very active, but who knows? Maybe, maybe they're, they're skinny. So I don't think they eat a lot. I don't know any of them, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any monks. I know I do. There know there's a monastery in Klaskenai. Oh, damn. and there's some creepy guys out there. Yeah, I w- watched one guy. He's probably like seven two, at least seven feet tall. He's a massive dude. And I watched him walk into the monastery, and he scared me. He was so big, like he's massive. We should interview him. Get him on the podcast. <laughs> he's I don't probably even, an alien. I don't maybe. <laughs> I don't know because I don't think. It's weird because nobody goes up there. Like, yeah, you sometimes you see them in town getting supplies and stuff, but other than that, you don't see them ever. Yeah, well, I think that uh, you know, aging is a very interesting topic, and I think that um, the more that they find about it or find out about it here on Earth, as far as the the scientific community goes, it's it's a really interesting approach, but. On Mars, do you know if they have anything like that, or is it just all like where where do they use this twenty and what? back technology? They use it. The secret space program here on Earth uses that. But do they they deliver it up in up in space, or like how well, does it actually work? Basically, they use a lot of military people for it, and like. Corey Good was taken as a child and developed into an intuitive empath because he he was born with certain abilities that they developed, and basically at just a, a certain point when you're ready, they take you out into space and you. Uh, depends on what your mission is. You they work on spacecraft that are working on different scientific projects. They work on alien bodies. They work on 
you name it, you know, dead alien bodies to try and figure out what killed them, what's, yeah, you know, so what's you, their so, DNA. So do you think as far as the Mars and, like, the, the Germans and stuff on Mars, you think they part of the reason maybe they went up there is because the, you age different on a planet like that? Mm, I have no idea of that. Well, the, I've never heard any mention of that. As far as the the um, the 20 and back, like, anti-aging, mm-hmm. like, is it a device they step into? Like, how, it, yeah, how it's they... actually it's actually a deal you spend about two weeks in. Um, oh, it's like a chamber Jesus. or like a room. They put you in a uh, put you on a table, and they outline your body with some sort of a material or like a foam thing. They outline your body, and and then they I, they kind of like turn this machine on, and you're you can't move. You're just motionless, and you I think you're out but you're there for like two weeks while your body is regressed. Hmm. Dang. And then um, when you wake up, are you on Earth then, or are you still on Mars? I think you're still Earth? wherever you Earth? were when they do it. They've got these at different places, but and then I think you're, <coughs> you're basically uh, blank slated, so they erase your memory. And, oh, okay. And then they put you back. Hmm. Well then, so, how does how does Corey Good remember all this shit? Well, they erase your memory, but um, over time, they put they implant things in your mind to keep try and keep the memory erased. But like anything through hypnosis and, and stuff, be brought back. it can be brought back. And just like if you have amnesia, sometimes things start coming back. It's the same type of thing. A lot of these people will get flashbacks of things that they did, or you know, over time, it just starts coming back. Or they probably do it on purpose in case they need you again. They can recoup that information. Well, they try to they try to keep you to where you don't remember it at all. They, they I'm sure they can recoup it if they need to, but they try to keep you while you're in society to not remember it at all. But I mean, they might be 50 years ahead of us or whatever, but their technology still is not perfect either i mean we've still got a long way to go above where they're at too yeah so i'm just i'm trying to think of it like as a like mafia mindset like if there's if there's shit that goes down and i i guess if you have technology that can wipe a person's brain but it's definitely not a hundred proof like like you and the boss man are sitting in the room and you go hey i have this technology we don't have to kill this guy. It's f- totally fine. I'll, I'll wipe his memory clean. He goes, is it 100% going to work? Well, no. okay, well, then we're going to kill him. Like, why would they ever take this <laughs> chance? If Especially now then, when they see At that point, it, then they got to explain where he went. Well, it could just be anything. They could make up something. Well, I guess if he's part of a secret space program, he's, I mean, he doesn't how, really exist in the how first oft, place. How often do they make no, up? because some people are taking... From what I understand, like he was taken as a child and developed and then was for 20 years was gone on a different timeline. Yeah. And then put back like he was never, no one ever knew he was gone. Yeah. Um, that, and apparently they did that to a lot of peoples in the, in the 50s and 60s when there was a lot of this stuff going on. That's when it was really a big. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of like people going missing abductions mm-hmm. and like all that kind of stuff back then. There, there isn't really any much of that going on anymore that we know of. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I, I, as far as like normal citizens saying that. Yeah. It happens. 
Well, and and, and weren't because I remember Ron, you and I were talking recently, and and you said something that kind of like stuck in my mind that there's slavery up mm-hmm. in um in space. Well, when the Germans first made some of their when they were trying to get space on the moon, they had to do some deals with the Draco. And one of the deals was they wanted um, a bunch of people. Uh, at first, they wanted all women. And then the Germans said no. And they anyway came to uh, an agreement. Um, it was a lot, like 2,000 of them or something like that. I, for, I forget the number for sure. But then those people were taken and given to the Draco at, who just abused them. Like tortured them for fun. They used them, yeah, for their entertainment, killing them and torturing them. And who knows? They don't even know what all. But the Germans at that point said that will never happen again to their people because they use their own people. They use their own people. Yeah. It was so, like, whoa, shit. Yeah, yeah that, let's that, not wasn't do that, again. A good, that wasn't a good idea. So <laughs> then they started, That's I think that's when they started taking people off the planet because the Germans still were trading people, but I think they were taking them off the earth to do it. Mm. Well, yeah, and that's that's where like abductions come in and mm-hmm. and that's kind of where... But they didn't want to use their own people for it anymore. Mm. Well, so... So you think abductions are not necessarily alien abductions, but abductions from they people, can be both. people on both they can aliens both, and probably. actual human mm. beings. Yeah. Well, actually... In if, you can, if you consider actually the German, the Mars Germans could be considered aliens because they weren't born here on this planet. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of people that we call aliens are not aliens because they were born on the inner earth. You know, the Nordics and stuff are, have been here longer than we are. So they're not really alien. They were born here. They're just a different species than us. Hmm. Nordics. What is a, what is a Nordic exactly? The Nordics are a species that, live in space and in the inner earth. And they were the guy that um, built the spacecraft that, that, that we put into space in the, in the seventies. He believes that his secretary was a Nordic that actually helped him build the spacecraft was guided hmm. by, was guided by her and she never admitted to being a Nordic, but he said, I know she was. So his secretary was mm-hmm. giving him information on how to build this. Subliminally. Huh. In his thoughts, she would, he said that she would guide him. If he made a mistake, she would correct it. So Nordics are typically long blonde hair, yes. blue eyes. Yes. So <clears throat> the, this, this, I'm going to ask you a personal question here. So our, a while ago, you had surgery, mm-hmm. and while you were kind of coming out of it, or during it, or it was at some mm-hmm. point where you saw a blonde-haired woman standing next to your bed. No, that that's not true. Oh, okay. That, it, she was a dark-haired woman. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it just blew your theory, and she yeah. had curly hair. Oh, no, that's totally... Yeah, was, that was my angel. That must have been a uh, a, a norpi, yeah. or a, uh, a, what did they call Martha those? Martha says she never existed, but in norperm. my mind, she did. <laughs> it was a norperm. So do you, do you think that might have been secretly the reason behind all the 
the Just, Nazi shit with the blonde hair, blue eyes? You know, maybe. I, uh, there's, I don't know. I don't know. But he, there definitely could be a connection there. Maybe like he was they, trying to, they were like, we need to be more like these. These people are pure. We need like to. Well, breathe. we don't know for sure, though, who I don't know which ones. I think that um, the Germans contacted the Draco, I think, was the ones that they got information from and started dealing with. But there was more. There was others, too. So I don't know. The Germans at that point were had people all over the planet looking for things in Antarctica, the North Pole, they were all over the place. So who knows who they ran into. So who took over all of the, like, so these alien, these different alien, like, races, right? Mm -hmm. Like, down in Antarctica, wherever, like the Nordics. Mm -hmm. The Nordics are out of Antarctica, or Well, the Nordics, no, not necessarily, um, they're out of the inner earth. I don't know that I've ever heard exactly where. I think they're in an Arctic place. But Well, when Germany lost the war, who mm. took over for like the telecommunications with these species? Well, see, it's kind of confusing because the, German, the Nazi Germans, like Hitler and stuff, was not actually part of this scientific group that, mm. that, that did this. It, um, it was, he was kind of going there, on his own crusade. To- yeah, well, the, there was a scientific side of Germany <sighs> that did a lot of things um, kind of aside from Hitler. And it was that group that went out and did this. And a man behind from what the curtain. I, from what I can gather. It's kind of confusing. Hmm. The information's not easy to get. But um, it's, I think there was another group. And something happened... Um, if you notice that we got a lot of the German scientists over in the United States, yeah, there was some sort of uh, agreement going on. I think the cabal was involved too, but there was some sort of agreement involved where that was all intentional that those German scientists were come over here because we had the money to fund the projects they wanted more, to work uh, on. Yes, to get to the moon. So we were actually part of the funding, I believe, for them to get there. A lot of the World War stuff where we were enemies with Germany and Russia and China, a lot of that stuff was all fake that at the higher levels we were all in communication and the wars were a way to get more money. Yeah, it was just to uh, keep your hand, your eyes on, the, yeah, on this keep, while keep they do it, something else. Yep, exactly. Mm. Yeah, because it's like, um, I mean, I wonder what the Russian side of this was because you had Stalin who was – infamous of wanting to know everything about everyone and Mm -hmm. didn't even trust his like right side or right hand man. You know what I mean? So, well, that's the thing that like with this cabal, they kind of supersede all the governments. There are people in, in that really nobody even knows that have all this money and power and they control the governments and they're, they've really been running the show. And so I, have you ever heard of George Soros? Mm Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So he he's huge been coming up in the news a lot lately. And I never even knew who he was until probably like two years ago. But um he's behind a lot of people say that he's behind what's going on right now as far as funding the caravan in uh Guatemala and Mexico. Mm-hmm. 
funding a, a lot of, I mean, he's, he's written like op-eds in the New York times about how he's giving $500 million to caravans and to support, um, you know, pretty much illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. And he's, he basically is paying for like all of these Antifa groups. He's paying to go after right wing, um, publications like Bill O'Reilly, um, pretty much everything that is not left leaning which at this point the democratic party the republican party the mainstream parties in this politician world is all pretty much cabal oriented mm-hmm. and so it seems that he is kind of helping the the cabal in this kind of thing it, you know keeping yeah he he's a big money power to a lot of different Government agencies and people. But he pays for the distractions. And that's kind of where I was kind of going with that, is that he... So he's probably in the cabal then. Well, strangely... part of the cabal. Yeah, and I think like Alex Jones talks about him quite a bit. and Yeah, and I don't know how many people actually knows what he actually does or how he got... Where well, that's he the way is. the cabal is. Nobody because, knows anything about him. Because he, basically he's just a philanthropist and investor, but he's like one of the hugest people on the planet. But he's old. But, he's but, a, and he's, he's got his hands in everything. And he, I don't know, it, it always ends up coming back to him providing <laughs> investment money to something that people find really sketchy. Yeah, it's either him or the the Koch brothers. Those are like the big two. Like Coke well, brothers the Koch are on the brothers right. have so much money it's unbelievable too. And though they're on the right, and then you have George Soros on the left, and so they're they're kind of both funding this fucking circle of distraction. Yeah, That's what I like because to call this it. says he has a net worth in the U.S. of eight billion dollars. George Soros does, but he has also. That's after donating eighteen billion to his own philanthropic agency. Yeah. And wow. so who knows he, he how much he actually has elsewhere. Well, apparently, and, and, you know, that's just, this is all coming out of, uh, like, not just mainstream news, but, like, substream news mm. or podcasts or whatever. It, it's just weird. It's interesting. It's yeah. weird how, many it's conne- interesting. How, how much he's connected to at all times. Yeah. Yep. It's very interesting. So now it sounds to me like he's cabal. Well, and um, something that we talked about um, last podcast was the the Masons, the Freemasons. Mm-hmm. There's a Netflix series on that that I really am kind of wanting to watch, and I don't know if any of you have like I've dabbled seen some, in it. I've seen some stuff. I don't know if it's that one, but I watched one a few years ago on it on all the stuff in Washington D.C. and that had to do with the Freemasons. Well, I looked it up, and Longview, Washington, has their own Freemasons. So does Kelsey. Yeah. Did you know that? There used to be a Freemason one right down by the old McDonald's by LCC. So it's Kelso. They have a building right next to a theater pub. So, wow. That would be... No, in fact, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, interviewing one of those people, I mean, they wouldn't tell you fucking shit. But no, no, but... It, it could be, you know... If I, they would even do anything like that. No, but it, it's like... I'm sure they're a very secretive society, but I'm sure that they are part <laughs> hand in hand with um, the other union down by the docks. What they're called? What are they called? Um, Longshore. Yeah. 
are they not part of the longshoremen and like they're kind of a secret? The Masons? Yeah. Kind of no, tied. the longshoremen's more of a big union um, power. Yeah, but it, I mean, wouldn't you want to be hand in hand with if you were the Freemasons and the longshoremen control all of the imports that come into the city? Wouldn't you want to kind of? If they, I feel like they'd, your toe in they'd do it in a backdoor way. Exactly, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I mean, I have no idea. The The longshoremen are definitely a power. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it sounded kind of like you wanted to say something about the Freemasons. But you yeah, no, I know some stuff that. Probably shouldn't say. Yeah. Dang, Ron. <laughs> you're making it uh, Can't very do enticing that. here. <laughs> <coughs> I was told some stuff in confidentiality that I'm not going to break. So, well, that's good. That's good. Um, I I was just kind of uh, fascinated to see that we actually had our own. Uh, yeah, I noticed. Of, I noticed a few years ago that there's a building. In, well, actually, it's kind of weird because Martha was had something to do. With, there was a the, um, a little girl part of the Freemasons. Uh, a little society thing that Martha was in when she was a girl, oh. and her dad was a longshoreman. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, yeah. So maybe there is some sort of tie in there. Maybe I'm, I'm it just wouldn't thinking, surprise me. I'm thinking like because you know longshore has a lot of power, right? Mm-hmm. So wouldn't you want to get your you know foot in the door there, or you know at least have some sort of partnership? Or yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. the The longshoremen seem to have a lot of power. Um, It'd be interesting. Where does it come from? It'd be interesting to find yeah. out how much the Freemasons have any kind of involvement in any of the shit we've been talking about this whole podcast. I bet you they have a lot to do with it. Well, it the Freemasons are part of the cabal. Oh yeah, I, I bet. So I mean, yeah, they're they're probably a big part of it. They're probably a big part. Yeah, the well, involvement from, is huge. Well, fuck the free the just history on Freemasons have gone back. Thousands and thousands of years. Time of Christ. Yeah, like the, the beginning of documentation. Well, the Freemasons were basically what they were. They were builders. That they were the brick bricklayers. Yeah, the they were the the brains of building the back in the ancient times. Yeah, just so, contractors, yeah. basically. So carpenters. I mean, hmm. Yeah, I I'm definitely gonna watch that now. You guys have like intrigued me. I'm I I got into the Freemason stuff quite a bit a while back. Yeah, and watched and read a lot about them. You wanted to join? You're uh, looking up ways. You're like, I don't think that's I don't number. think that's something you go just go knock on the door no, and say, no. Hey, can I sign hey, up? I want to be a Freemason. Where's the uh Where's the the fee for signing? I, I can do magic. I tricks. think that's a thing. I don't. Where, you know, I think you have to be part of a bloodline or something. I think, Either that or that's something where they see something in you and then one day you get a bag over your head and end up in a room somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's strange. And that that shit probably undoubtedly happens. Well, there oh yeah, there's that and there's a what's that one that the uh skull and bones or whatever, the the bit there's a big college campus thing that like is a kind of like Freemasons how it's a secret society. And there's a lot of presidents that went through it. Hmm. That's that that secret society. Well, well, most presidents, most astronauts, all those people are somehow tied to the cabal. Yeah, except for Donald Trump. Yeah, he was not supposed to get that. I think that's a <laughs> sign. No, that's true. He was not supposed to be elected. To that. 
Well, and so I, that goes against. That's part of the part of the whole thing that they're weakening. They're, the, they're losing their grip. Is that he made it to presidency and wasn't the, supposed to? Part of the awakening. Yeah. Well, so that's uh, I've been listening to quite a bit of Alex Jones, mm-hmm. and and you know I'm taking it in stride because I know he is kind of a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he basically is saying how um that the the height of or the the climate or political climate now mm-hmm. is is speeding up. So everything he said is like the quickening. So the quickening is a part I think of the pregnancy where um the water breaks and you kind of get into this okay, everything's speeding up and we're going to get to this um climax moment of giving birth to something. Yeah. And he said that we're in a quickening moment right now, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, I, I, I don't no, I know. Think I, know was, I think I know what he's talking about. We're we're in the time of the awakening because things are progressing faster right now, and yeah. we are becoming into a higher vibrational part of the universe. Our planet is, and our planet <sighs> is going to go fourth density. Whether and we're along for the ride. Yeah. Basically, it's 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 just it's a phenomenon that our planet's coming into and we are either going to have to be able to raise our density levels or not. Yeah, and he goes um a lot into pretty much like what what Antifa is doing and what he goes into the cabal, he goes into um globalist control which is like um we're gonna release like he said something about 900 antifa blah 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 were released to go and uh, i don't know if you've seen but like they went to like tucker carlson's house Mm -hmm. and protested yeah that's all over the news right now and so they basically said that at the point where he said he had like high ups that said when you start seeing Antifa members going to people's homes and harassing them, that is the next level of things are going to get out of control. And he's and he was saying that there's likely going to be an assassination attempt coming either on. Well, there's Trump already or, been. Oh, oh yeah, and, and that's that's what he was saying. He's like, it happens all the time that and we never hear about it. But he said that something big is going to happen, and then when it happens to Trump, it's going to happen to all of his mainstream supporters around the same time as well. It's going to be like a mass kind of like mm. exodus because they don't like how it's going. I mean, just look at like what they tried to do with Kavanaugh. They they can just come out with these stories of alleged rape. And now three of the five accusers are clear, like they're yeah. going to court because they, they said that they were lying. And like you have... The election, this midterm election that just happened, there's all of a sudden trucks, semi-trucks coming in and dumping off ballots. These semi-trucks were just mysteriously coming in after the Republican was supposedly supposed to win the mm-hmm. con- like the the midterm election so down. Like, whoops, we didn't get enough. Let's bring in some more. This always happens, though. Yeah. Every single election, there's always, oh, mysterious ballots we found some ballots and it is so fucking funny if you guys do the research and go looking back on like the past couple midterm Mm -hmm. and they always find hidden ballots and i don't understand it and it's always in swing states so ohio florida 
Wisconsin. Oh yeah, and Florida's uh, suing Killing right again. now. Florida is is the one yeah. that, that's going on right now, and that's where. Um, yeah, because they flipped. But who the who the really who really fucking knows, right? Like, who knows if if all of this shit is really just a big distraction? Because yeah, exactly. What's the fucking point? Who gives a shit? If it's blue, if it's red, yeah, they're who gonna gives do. They're all gonna do what they want to do anyway. Exactly. And like, what what what? Like, it's all to get Trump, and that's what Alex Jones is saying. But is it really? Because. How much control does Trump have over all of this? If he really wanted to, he's shaking stuff up, though. He is. He is shaking stuff up. He's shaking it up, and it it's weird. It's very, very weird when you look at the the political climate. It's, he's, he's shaking it up to, um, and I don't think it's just him. Have I think, you ever have you ever noticed something funny going on though with the political climate? The ant the people that are against Trump are very vocal. Oh yeah. But there is a, a silent majority out there that is just saying nothing but watching. They're just sitting back and watching. And they're going to vote it's for gonna be, Trump. It's going to be really interesting. If he wins again, all the people that are so vulgar are going to be taken by surprise because they think that they're that's right. That's what we were talking about, the big blue wave. Yeah. They think it's... Well, and that's 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 where like where I kind of... If, if, if the only way that Democrats can win is by cheating... Either by, I mean, they they were proven to be cheating with uh, the DNC. So Hillary Hillary Clinton, all those WikiLeaks emails mm. that came out and said like, we need to focus on Bernie Sanders and getting him out because Hillary is our chosen one. Blah blah blah, and that's not fair. Like you literally have your your national committee working against one contendee. Mm-hmm. Um, like how how the and Donald Trump think about everything that he had going against him yeah everybody how in crazy the media, would it be if it ended still up fucking won. coming out that Trump and a bunch of people behind the scenes that are like his supporters and colleagues and workers and stuff are all part of some world secret resistance. Well, I think that's what it's going to become, and well, and that's what Alex Jones was talking about. He's like. You guys need to realize that it's it's going to come to a point where you need to choose a side, and it's it's not like I don't know. And and I was like, I I don't think it's going to get to that point. But um, I mean, it could. It's happened before. It has. And um, you know, I don't. I I think when when you when you smell foul play, when your spidey sense goes off. And you see these trucks coming in with these ballots, and it always is in favor of Democrats. Whenever they find these ballots just floating around, oh, we found some ballots. Oh, we need to count these. These are all Democratic. It it, it always leans in favor, like 85% Democratic. And so when they can't play by the rules and people start to notice, people are going to do something about it. Yeah, And that is what he's talking about. And it's starting to get blatant. No. Yeah, it it because people are everyone has an iPhone. Yeah, that's that's well, the that's one thing part about of, that's telem- part of the reason of the awakening and the uprising right now is that we have world communication so readily available. Exactly. So people can communicate so, without um, being censored. Basically, yeah, it's hard to hide yeah. anything yeah, anymore. Yeah, if you want it out, you can get it out there in a big hurry, and before they can do anything about it. 
Yeah, and and people can save the file, mass mm-hmm. duplicate it in yeah. whatever like IP. And they can send it out. And you notice when Trump did that press conference and he mentioned the whole Space Force thing, that has never ever been brought back up, not once. Space Force. Yeah. Since that moment, and he mentioned it, and gave really vague details. It's never been brought up ever again. So it it makes me wonder, like. There's there's something being planned on the backside that's gonna happen soon. I feel like, yeah, and it's, I think something is gonna happen soon. Well, everything you see in the media is always a distraction, dude. So yeah. you gotta just take that in stride because I mean, how how soon after the Kavanaugh hearings was there? Oh, look over here. There's a caravan filled with oh, Mexicans yeah, yeah. coming. Yeah. It's like okay, well that's convenient, yeah. yeah, and it's like right in time for the the um, midterm elections. And then all of a sudden, now we're just talking about who knows what. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm excited because just from the the shit that you've been telling us, mm-hmm. and thinking myself that the aliens in space and the space force that he mentioned and stuff probably being done on the backside. Like I said, it's all kind of. I feel like is like you said, coming to the forefront here soon. It is. There, no doubt in my and mind. We're gonna see some big shit in the that's next gonna five be, years. It's gonna be some crazy shit in our lifetime, I feel like. Yeah, I really do hope so. Um and I it sure does feel like it's going that way. I don't know about all of you, but I feel like there's a movement coming. And not just my bowel you know, movement. You, well, you know, a lot of people are afraid <laughs> of it. Not just my but, dick movement. You know, I think it's important to to mention that Basically, all, all humanity's been waiting for this time. Oh yeah, this is this is the most exciting time in 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 our in our history, you know. So we're about to see the biggest thing that the day that the world acknowledges that the existence of other things in the universe, other living or people or organ or whatever the fuck you want to call them species. That is, that is the change all for everything. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to open the door to the moment, everything. The moment that it becomes acknowledged by everyone that this is real. That humanity and the universe has changed forever. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I feel like that is a brilliant point to go out on. Ron, thank you for joining. Thanks this for is, having me. This Th- has been thanks an for awesome part episode. two. This was a, I had fun. I did too. It was good. And uh, until next time, uh, this is part of my American podcast. Everybody, uh, let's raise our glasses. And we will uh, clinky, clinky. cheers our audience out. All right. Good night, cheers, everybody. Guys. Good night. Good night.